Blog Talk Radio. You know, church has become so commercial until we have gotten away from its true purpose. It has become such big business until we allow people to operate and function as long as they have something to bring to the table. People are now more concerned about recording and living in life of the rich and famous rather than knowing Jesus. For the true purpose of the church is soul business, not big business. I don't know about you, but I would rather have nothing and no Jesus than to have everything and not know it. You need to confess it today. Good evening. Thank you for tuning in to the Light of Portland broadcast with Pastor Kimberly Black from Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon. Do you know Jesus? Did you know he could live in your heart if you invite him in? the next song you hear prepare to be blessed of the Lord prepare for a move of Holy Spirit prepare to know Jesus in your heart can leave you feeling low and you don't know how to move forward and sometimes there are turns you want to take but the way gets hard to trace now you're wondering how did you get here but don't you give up until you see how God is ordering your steps so you can walk into your seats. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. God is faithful to perform. He that has begun a great work in you is faithful to perform. Our God is faithful. What he planted inside of you 
see greatness exceeding abundantly more than we can imagine but let me assure you that it's great and our God is faith yes Lord yes you're great Yes, Lord. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continuously. Remember his marvelous works that he hath done, his wonders and his judgments of his mouth. Sing unto the Lord, all the earth show forth from day to day his salvation. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Glory and honor are in his presence. Strength and gladness are in his place. Give unto the Lord, ye kindred of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to the Light of Portland broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Kimberly Black, and our call to worship tonight came from First Chronicles chapter 16, um, just a portion of, of that where David uh, takes us, David the king, not David the shepherd board, shepherd boy, takes us into a place of high praise and high worship. I bless God tonight for each of you who have joined us tonight for no other reason but to experience the presence and the power of God. We want to welcome you to the light of Portland. Thank you for tuning in tonight. We are just so happy that you are with us. And I hope and pray that you are ready to receive a word from the Lord. You're ready to go into the holies of holies. You're ready to cast all your burdens upon him because he cares for you. I hope you're ready, because that's what's going to take place tonight. We're going to pray. We're going to hear a song of worship to prepare our hearts and minds, and then we will be ready to receive the word on tonight. I just want to thank God um, for the gifts that he has given to the body of Christ that preach on this line week after week. And I'm so grateful for Pastor Pamela Long, Pastor Sherelle Pennington, my sister, the co-host of this broadcast, Elder Ketty, um, Elder Catherine Brown, Elder Catherine Miniweather, Elder Wooten, Pastor J.W. Friday, Elder Mitchell, 
Pastor Demetrius Devers, and so many others that share the word of God with us on this broadcast. I'm grateful. And I'm thankful for Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann Butterfield who make this platform possible. It's an honor, it's a privilege and a pleasure to be able to share this platform with uh, such an anointed power couple. Amen. Y'all think that Beyonce and Jay-Z got it going on. Wait till you get with Bishop Stephen and Bishop Ann. Amen. It is it's just amazing to see them work right there at the light of the world. And we are just grateful to God um, that they share this platform with us. Just want to share a few announcements with you. I am so excited. Um, I get the opportunity to narrate one of the best Christmas seasoning opening shows that's happening here in the city of Portland. And that is Passing Arts Black Nativity. I am excited about that. I want you to be in the house. Black Nativity will be hosting, Passing Art will be hosting the play Black Nativity, which was written by Langston Hughes. Your first showing is on Saturday, November the 25th, and Sunday, November 26th. Both of those are at 3 p.m. And then Thursday, November the 30th at 7.30, Friday, December 1st at 7.30, Saturday and Sunday, uh, December 2nd and 3rd at 3 o'clock p.m. And then Thursday, December the 7th, all weekend. Um, those shows Thursday and Friday are at 7.30 and Sunday and Saturday and Sunday, they're at 3 o'clock. So I'm soliciting your prayers, asking that you pray for the cast, asking that you pray for um, everyone that's going to be in um, the building to experience the beautiful songs and the beautiful story of the reason for the season. A lot of people, this is how they kick off their Christmas season. They, I've heard a lot of people say, I don't, I don't shop until after I do Black Nativity. A lot of people are saying, I'm buying tickets for Black Nativity so my my children and grandchildren can really understand what the real meaning of Christmas is all about and that they um, will get to hear some good gospel singing music. Amen. So Black Nativity will be held at the Portland's Five Centers for the Arts in the Brunish Theater, which is located at 1111. Southwest Broadway, Portland, Oregon, the fourth floor. So we want to encourage you to purchase tickets because tickets are selling fast. Want you all to know our other brothers and sisters uh, buy tickets in advance. So come on, y'all. Portland, come on. Show up. Show out. We want to see your face in the house. Uh, tickets are $25. If you got a group of 10 or more, it's $20. Uh, Greater St. Stephen's will be going as a group on December the 10th. So if you want to join us, if you want to hang out with us, you are more than welcome. We will be in the house. Uh, we want to let you know that the Union District Baptist Association, 
will be giving out Thanksgiving baskets on Saturday, November the 18th from 10 to 3 at the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church. And New Hope is located at 3725 North Gantenbine. Uh, that's 3725 North Gantenbine. And you can go and get a food basket Thanksgiving dinner for you and your family. Maybe you don't need one, but you know someone that does. Let them know next Saturday at 3 o'clock from 10 to 3 at New Hope Mission and Baptist Church, 3725 North Gantenbine, they can pick up a food basket. Well, we are just excited about what the Lord is doing in our midst, and I am grateful to God um, that I don't do this work by myself. Um, we want to pray um, for all of the unrest that's happening around the world in Africa and Gaza, Israel, Palestine, Russia, Ukraine. And then stop and look at all the unrest that's right here in the United States. We have so many mass shootings. We have people that can't afford health care. There's a shortage on baby formula. People are not being able to afford their rent and their mortgage. Some of them are being forced to live outdoors. Let's bring it a little closer to home. Because in some of our families, we have loved ones who refuse to talk to another loved one. They're holding a grudge. They're being unforgiving. And then we even have loved ones in our families who have never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We have family and friends who are sick with sickness and disease and infirmities in their physical body. And they're waging war every day with their mental mindset. Oh, it's praying time, saints. It is time for us to go to God in prayer. If we've ever needed the Lord before, we sure enough need him now. So as we are praying for those who are sick with cancer and lupus and uh, diabetes, heart conditions, those who are, are sick um, with mental health issues because of trauma of the past, let us call upon the one who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we could ask, think, or imagine. Let us call on the one that created us. Let us call on the one that knows the number of hair on our head. Let us call on the one who knows our number of days. His name is Jesus tonight. In case you're listening and you don't know, he is our father. He is Jesus, the Lord, our savior, our deliverer, our way maker. I want to take this time now to invite to the phones on this line 
to lead us to the throne of grace. Our very own evangelist, Barbara Hardaway of the Greater St. Stephen Missionary Baptist Church will be taking us to the throne of grace tonight. Most holy and eternal, Lord Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for who you are, for who you are. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for being our Redeemer. Thank you for being our healer, our deliverer, Lord. Thank you for restoring us and putting us back together again, Lord God. We just want to come into your presence at this time. We just want to saturate, Lord, in your presence at this time. We just want to feel the Holy Ghost moving in us at this time. We want to come in agreement with every prayer request that was just brought up to the throne of grace, Lord God. Lord, you know all about the heavens, the earth, and beneath this earth. You, Lord, have created everything, Lord God, for your glory. Lord, it ain't nobody walking this earth that you do not know nothing about. You know every circumstance, every situation. You know every sickness, every disease, Lord God. You know every hurt, every pain, every brokenness, Lord God. You know every sickness, every disease, Lord God. Lord, you know those of them that are in the orphanage this evening, Lord. You know those of them, Lord God, that is in the hospital rooms, Lord God. You know of those of them in the middle hospitals at this time, Lord God. Lord, you know about those of them in the jail and the prisons at this time, Lord God. Lord, we just want to say thank you in the midst of all our sins. You have allowed us to come before your presence and seek you, Lord God, in the midst of all of our sins. Lord, you still stretch out your loving arms, Lord God. You still say, here, my child, I'm waiting on you. Lord, we just want to lift up everybody in this world to you. All these wars and rumors of wars that are going on, Lord, where innocent people's innocent blood is being shed because those of them that are in position, Lord God, they who have chose, Lord God, to bring war among themselves, but inviting innocent peoples to suffer because of what they choose to do. But, Lord God, you told us to be, Lord God, in respect to those of them that are in authority, to pray for them. And we are praying for them, Lord God. We're lifting up these people that sit high, Lord God, in the in, in the courthouses, Lord God, in the in in the in the White House, Lord God. These kings and queens around the lands, Lord God. We just want to ask you, Lord God, to let your spirit move up on them and in them, Lord God. We are in need of you so much in this earth right now, Lord God. Lord, we want to thank you for already, Lord, advancing us, Lord God, and warning us of the lifestyles that was yet to come, Lord God. And now here we are, we're living in these times, Lord, where sisters and brothers don't want to get along. Moms and daddies can't talk, Lord God. Peace ain't in the homes no more, Lord God. Children are just out on the streets rampant now, Lord. They're being abandoned and left alone, Lord. Lord, we're crying out tonight in the name of Jesus, that name that is above every name, Lord God, where everything has to yield at the name of Jesus. Father God, we just want to say thank you for the love that you have for us, Lord God. We thank you for your son who died on the cross for us sinners, Lord God. We praise you tonight. 
We glorify you tonight. We magnify you tonight. Lord, touch the bellies that are hungry tonight, Lord. People that went all day long with no food, no water, Lord God. People out there, Lord God, laying on wet grounds, Lord God. Father God, we are lifting up your children to you tonight, Lord God. We are praying and asking you, send your angels, Lord God, to watch over them and keep them safe as they are laying out here on these streets, Lord God. Lord, watch over these children that are out here, Lord God. Some of them on drugs, Lord God. Their, their minds are so confused from the hurt and the brokenness and the abuse that they came up under, Lord. But, Lord, your name is greater than all of this where you said, greater are you that is in us than he that is in this world. And, Lord, you say when we cry out, our by Father, you shall hear your children. And, Lord, we're calling out. We're calling out in the name of Jesus, Lord God. It's so many of them out here, Lord God, they don't even know who they are. They walk in the streets, Lord God. Their minds, Lord God, are so confused, Lord God, they don't even know who they are, Lord God. People are out here walking with spirits, Lord God, and don't even know how to call the name of Jesus. But, Lord, we're standing in the gap and we're interceding and we're praying in their behalf, Lord God. Lord, we're asking you to touch them, Lord God. Lord, we're asking you to rebuke these unclean spirits, Lord God, to rebuke these unholy spirits, Lord God. We're asking you, Lord God, to send your ministering angels, Lord God, and to war in our behalf, Lord, for you say the battle is not ours, but it's God. And, Lord, we know that we can do nothing without you. So, Lord, we are praying tonight. We're praying tonight, Jesus. May you break every yoke, Lord God. May you set every captive free, Lord God. May you release, Lord God, those that are in bondage, Lord God. May you set them free from all kind of demonic forces, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you have allowed us, allowed us to be able to call on the name of Jesus. Lord, you said when two or three come together in earth, in agreement that you are in the midst, Lord, we are asking you to break, to break, to break boundaries, Lord God. Break strongholds, break strongholds, Lord God. Release your children, Lord God, from all the bondage, Lord God. Set our minds free, Lord God. You said we that have this mind, Lord, let this mind that is in us, which is also in Christ Jesus, Lord God, casting down every high thing that try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, to move in a holy way, in a holy way, Lord God. Set your children free tonight, Lord God. We're going to still go through problems, but, Lord, when we know that the Spirit of God is with us, when we know that your Spirit is with us, Lord God, and it is there wiping away our tears, Lord God, it is there lifting the pains of the burdens, Lord God, it is rebuking these spirits of depression and oppression, Lord God, it is setting us free from all this discouragement, Lord God. We praise you on tonight, Lord God, and we pray, Lord God, may you bless the word that Feed our spirit tonight, Lord God, that it is a word of nourishment, Lord God, an impartation, Lord God, that we can use, Lord God. When the enemy come in like a flood, we can go to the word, Lord God. We can remember, Lord God, what was taught in our spirit, Lord God. We can remember these songs and hymns, Lord God, that was sung in our spirit, Lord God. We just want to say thank you, Lord. 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 
and I just feel in my spirit that it's time to turn it over. But, Lord God, we thank you because, Lord, when you say pray, it is hard to just pray for a few minutes because, Lord, you have welcomed us into your presence. And just getting in your presence, Lord God, it ain't always easy to come out of. But, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity, another opportunity, Lord, that you have spared us, that we can come together. And, Lord, we want to pray for the world. We are praying for the world, Lord. When we pray for the world, Lord, everything is included in the prayer. So we pray for the world. We're praying for the peoples in the world, Lord God. And we just want to say thank you for the blood, the blood of the Lamb of God, the blood of Jesus that was shed for our sins and that have blessed us that we can be redeemed and be reconciled back to our Father. In Jesus' name, this is my prayer. I pray forever. Amen.
hear Christ. You were born? Now listen, the devil don't like it when we moan. Sometimes you got to say, who? I see you confuse them when you go silent on them. Uh-huh. Now crawl over your mouth and say, oh. oh. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Thank God and amen. I want to call your attention for a few moments to um, the book of Ephesians. And I just want to talk to you for just a little bit about the power of prayer, power of prayer. Uh, In Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 Through 19, Paul writes, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God excuse me, that the God, the Lord of our Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding 
being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. I'm going to keep reading. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and have put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his holy word. Again, I just want to talk to us about prayer. I want to just focus our minds, our hearts, and our attention on prayer. This is not a subject any of us are unfamiliar with. But tonight, it's just a reminder to us. Because we are living in perilous times, and it is time for us, the people of God, to really hold fast to the weapon of our warfare. Prayer is that has been discussed for many years. Not too long ago, I saw an article, a little cartoon. And it had three men, and the, 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 the subject of it was arguing over the proper posture of prayer. And so in this little clipping, the first man said that you should be on your knees with your head bowed in reverence to the Almighty. And the second man argued that you should stand with your head raised looking into the heavens and speaking into the face of God as a little child. The third man, there's a picture of him scratching his head with his, then placing his hand under his chin. And then there's a picture of him making this notion with his head like, no, I tend to disagree. And then the bubble that comes out of this man's mouth, the third man, he says, you know what? I know nothing about those positions that you all just mentioned. But what I do know is that the finest praying I've ever done was hanging upside down on my roof. <laughs> yeah. When we 
go through the fire, we will learn how to pray. Prayer has been one of the highest forms of communication made available to us. Think about this for a moment. God listens and God responses to our prayers. His response is either yes, no, or wait. A blessing delayed is not a blessing denied. The creator and sustainer of the universe, my brothers and sisters, is interested in you and me. The Bible is full of prayers. There are 650 prayers in the Bible. The first prayer mentioned in the Bible is in Genesis. Chapter 4, verse 6. And I'm going to read it for you so that you'll know that I'm not just making this up. Amen. Um, Genesis 4 and 26. Round about the time Noah's son had had a child. The scripture says in verse 26, I'm sorry, not Noah, Adam, Abel, Cain, Abel's son. (laughs) Adam and Eve's son, Seth, had a son. And the Bible says in Genesis 4, 26, that at that time, people first began to call the name of the Lord. In the Bible, there are 450 accounts, answered prayers. There are over 25 records of Jesus praying in the earthly realm. Prayer, my brothers and sisters, is so important for the body of Christ. In this epistle of Ephesians chapter 1, we find Paul praying for spiritual things. Verses 9, he begins to talk about abundant blessings. Yes, my brothers and sisters, we, when we pray and we live according to the word of God, we will experience abundance, blessings that come from God and God alone. He goes on to talk about that we have obtained an inheritance, and an inheritance came only from him. This inheritance that we have does not compare to our 401ks, our job security, our homes, our cars, or our money. The inheritance that we have that came from Jesus Christ is his glory. It is his glory 
being seen through the church, his glory being seen through you and me. Verses 13 through 14, Paul talks about spiritual security. He talks about being sealed by the spirit. And just for a few moments, I want to call your attention to the verses that we read, starting at verse 15. Here we find Paul praying for spiritual strength. He says here, ever since I heard of your strong faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. This is point number one for us, saints of God. Paul says, I pray for you constantly. Let me let me pause here to say this. <laughs> Paul here was not praying for those who are hurting, those who are downtrodden, those who are discouraged. He wasn't praying for those that uh, were in the middle of a trial or backsliders. Yes, we're supposed to pray for them, but this particular prayer is for the body of Christ. It is for the believers. And if we have ever needed to have a strong faith in God, it is now. So I want to encourage you tonight, my brothers and sisters, pray constantly for each other that we may have a strong faith in God and that we will have a love for God's people everywhere. People don't look like you and I. God, God has a sense of humor, saints. God's people are black. They're brown. They're yellow. White, beige, tan, fat, skinny, short, tall, dark, light. God's people are rich, are poor, are married, are single. God's people. The Bible says that we were created in his image and we are all fearfully and wonderfully made. And so verse 15 and 16 tells us that we must pray continuously, constantly. I want to say thank you to everybody that prays for me. You know that song, somebody prayed for me. They had me on their mind. They took the time and prayed for me. Well, I'm like that songwriter tonight. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad. They prayed for me. Tonight, prayer warriors all over the land must be praying for the men and women of God that preach and teach the word of God. We should be praying for men and women who stand as intercessors, who stand crying before, between the porch and the altar, wailing out, crying out to God 
on behalf of our children and our children's children's children, on behalf of our marriages, on behalf of our finances, on behalf of our health, on behalf of our mental health issues. People of God, tonight, let's pray for my four and no more. Evangelists prayed for the world. We've got to pray for the believers tonight, everywhere. Israel, there are believers in Jesus Christ. Afghanistan has believers in Jesus. Russia, they have believers in Christ. Africa, we've got to pray that the believers everywhere have a strong faith. You know, Paul, he wrote over third of the Bible, and all throughout his teachings, all throughout his letters, we find Paul praying. We find him praying. Romans chapter 1, verses 8 through 10, he's praying. Romans 10 and 1, he's praying. Romans 11, 33 through 36, he's praying. Romans 12 and 12, He's praying. Romans 15, 5 and 6, he's praying. Romans 15 and 13, he's praying. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. He's praying, saints of God, in 1 Corinthians 1, 4 through 9, 1 Corinthians 16, 23. He's praying that the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. He's praying in 2 Corinthians 9, 12 through 15. He's praying in Galatians 6, 18. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, my brothers. Here we find Paul praying. Eyes of our heart be enlightened. Why is he praying for the eyes of our heart? Well, sometimes when we use our natural physical eyes, sometimes we see people as they were before they came to Christ. Sometimes with our physical eyes, uh, we see uh, uh, because they didn't stand a certain way or lift their hands a certain way or clap a certain way, we, we, we take it upon ourselves to see that they're not ready to receive the prayers we're about to render on their behalf. That's why he was praying for the eyes of our hearts, because if our hearts have been purified, if our hearts have been transformed by the Holy Spirit, we see our eyes see with compassion, with love, and with empathy. We see people as the children of God that they are. So here we find him praying, asking God 
to give us eyes to see with compassion, with empathy, with love. Then he's praying and he says, for those of you that have a strong faith in God and those of you who love God's people everywhere, I pray that God give you wisdom. My brothers and sisters, as I've been reading the book of Proverbs this month, the one of the things that I've realized is that wisdom is not hiding from any of us. James said, if you lack wisdom, ask for it. Proverbs says she's standing out on the street corners. She's walking up and down the street. She's sitting on the porch of the house. All you got to do is ask. He's saying here that he prays that God gives us spiritual wisdom. Then he prays that we grow in the knowledge of God. How do we get to that place? I've, I've been preaching and teaching all summer that, that once the people of God really fall in love with the word of God, I mean, not just at a place where I'm comfortable at reading it, but it grieves me when I don't obey it. It grieves me when I don't honor the word with my life. When we get that type of love for the word of God in our hearts, we will grow in the knowledge of God. Paul prays, I pray that your hearts be flooded with light so that you understand with confidence the hope. My brothers and sisters, when we begin to pray for each other, this prayer in Ephesians chapter one, we won't be hopeless. We won't lose our hope like the world loses their hope, like the world gets frustrated about the trials and tribulations. But we will have confidence in knowing that the working of our trials and tribulations bring about patience, bring about Perseverance brings about a praise and a worship. Oh, tonight, my brothers and sisters, let us begin to pray for believers everywhere. Let us pray that we live holy and that we all experience, live in, taste, bask in the rich and glorious inheritance that has been given to us when Jesus died on the cross for the remission of our sins, when he went to the grave and he fought with, the, 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 with death and he fought with the grave by taking the sting from death and victory from the grave. And that's not how the story ends, my brothers and sisters. He now sits on the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah making intercession on our behalf. We'll, we'll be able to trust the Lord at all times and lean not into our own understanding and we will be able to praise him at all times. We ought to pray 
for each other that we will all understand the incredible greatness of God's power that he has given to us. I want to remind you, saints, I'm telling you, this is just a reminder tonight that the power of life and death is in our tongue. We ought to be slow to speak so that our words that we speak speak life and speak hope and speak comfort and speak peace. Because sometimes we spew out stuff and we spit it out in the atmosphere and later we try to regurgitate it and take it back. But once it's out in the atmosphere, boo, it's too late. Let us pray for one another. Let us pray for the body of Christ. Pray for churches everywhere that they be made full and complete by Christ. I'm not talking about full with bodies. I'm talking about full of power to lay hands on the sick that they shall recover, full of power that they cast out demons in his name, full of power that when they preach the uncompromised gospel, people are saved, people are healed, and people are delivered. This is the time that we are living in. Pray for each other to have a strong faith in God, that our spiritual eyes be open and that God gives us spiritual wisdom, that our hearts may be flooded with the light, to have confidence and hope that we may share with each other. Tonight, my brothers and sisters, it was just a reminder to pray. If you need somebody to pray for, pray for me. Pray for your pastor. Pray for the evangelist and the missionary that's headed overseas. We've got a group of local pastors headed to Palestine on December 3rd. Pray for them. Pray God's hand be upon them. Pray that they have a strong faith. Pray that the blood of Jesus covers them and that they may return back to Oregon with their families. Pray for your brothers and sisters that you see and that you don't see. Pray that we have a strong faith. Pray that our spiritual eyes will be open. Pray that we have spiritual wisdom. That is my prayer for each of you tonight. I hope and pray something has been said to encourage you, to strengthen you, and to help you with your love relationship with the Lord. I love you tonight, and I pray that you pray for somebody tonight. I pray that you lift up the body of Christ tonight. Be blessed, my brother. Be blessed, my sister. And until next Sunday, may the Lord watch between me and thee while we're absent one from another. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Next time you're riding down the road in your car, sing this to the Lord. You'll get where you're going much faster. Come.